1: welcome to the morning DNA for May 31st, 2021. My name is Aaron Dicer, the man of the single black shirt. <laughs> she is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what this day is made of. Mm-hmm. That's the morning DNA. Uh, I, was doing, I was doing some some good morning stretches. Now that, I, now that I've got a little motion in my good morning, like I have to make sure I don't pull anything.
2: Yeah. So, I just did a nice like full circle thing and i'm in pain already so
1: (laughs) see you gotta stretch you gotta stretch Uh before the
2: morning show yeah so Uh, us old old people happy memorial day although it's strange to say happy it's a strange thing well but it can be happy to celebrate things we think about people that we honor
1: it is one of those interesting things as are many of our holidays where we take you know three-day weekends that kind of stuff and the stuff we're celebrating is more somber to think about Um, Even when you think of something like Labor Day that is about like the workforce and like overworked people and like that, like if you really get into a lot of our holidays and where they come from, there's some pain there. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one is no different um, with people who have given their lives uh, in war, uh, in the military. Uh, And so, yeah, but then there's also this side of it that is a celebration of the freedom we have, a celebration of. Good food and family, and so I think it's yeah. okay. I think those two things can live together. I really do. I think they can.
2: I think things evolve over time, and we're certainly in the evolution of this date. I feel like mm-hmm. in the past it may have been a bit, a bit different, but you know, uh, driving home this morning after going and getting my coffee, I saw several families that were all packing up whatever vehicles to go on whatever outdoor adventures today, mm-hmm. and um we get to celebrate those times together because of people who sacrificed. So, you know, it's kind of a way to honor them. And if I mean, I hope that they stop and think about it, but it's not up to me.
1: Whatever the case, happy Memorial Day. And thank you for uh, Mm -hmm. joining us. I know some people have mentioned it in the chat. I'm looking at this new thing that I didn't know existed where I can see, like, where everybody is watching from, like, usually, like, I would just look up and see, like, you know the total number of people that are hanging out with us and watching, which is always fun and always blows my mind that anybody's you know wanting to hang out yeah. with us on Monday mornings. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So now it's it's fun to kind of look and see. Okay. Okay. Danae's Twitch is like hopping. Our YouTube channel is hopping. Is hopping. Um, those are the two primary places that people watch from. Your. Uh, oh my your god! You YouTube. guys are
2: watching me on Twitch. <laughs> so I am um, finally in the final stages of getting my computer set up to be able to uh, stream some video games soon on my Twitch. Mm. So I'm very excited about that.
1: That is fun. That is fun. I love the way you've embraced the Twitch community. It really feels like that's something, like if you're going to go into the Twitch thing, that's how you grow your channel is to really embrace the community idea of it and that kind of stuff. Whereas Mm -hmm. other platforms, it's like a platform and it just broadcasts here. Whereas Twitch, it's like, nope this is community first you know like <laughs> hang out chat all that kind of fun stuff so I love yeah
2: it. i miss i miss going on twitch a lot uh, since since i've been busier the last few weeks i've barely been able to hang out um but yeah the people there is why you go back although like for me for example i think it's easier so we're gonna go on a little twitch side thing here it's i think it makes sense there's people who you know stream their art like there, mm-hmm. they're drawing or they're creating sure. or they stream their craft making and they're going to be doing that for the whole day anyway so might as well turn a camera on whereas for myself it's like I have to think of something to do right? Um, and that's a little different except for this this is something we would do if there was a live audience or not so this makes that's sense true. You know?
1: this gives us an excuse to hang out talk about our weekend like you know connect on a non-work level and just kind of talk about what's going on in the world um, we love that you join us uh we love that you you join us for this uh and thank you wherever you're watching for hanging out with us and but especially uh, and
2: my twitch so thank you
1: especially to, and listen
2: i'm kidding for, youtubers you guys no, no, are no, great
1: no. so there's there's uh, well, let's just so it looks like there's eight people watching on youtube right now and five people watching on your twitch and i will say one person one person watching on my twitch right now so thank oh, you ooh. thank you for uh you know for oh my, no my twitch. see The way Twitch
2: works is that now they're going to leave mine and go to yours. That's how Twitch works. Yeah.
1: Raid raid my Twitch. Right. And they saying it raid my (laughs) Twitch right now. (laughs)
2: Um, I guess there's something that's going on in the Twitch community uh, where according to like terms of service, you know, if you're in water or I'm going to get this so wrong and Uh chat's going to fix it. But Uh essentially there are people who hang out in a category called chat. Like it's like a talk show style mm-hmm. category. But they're very scantily clad and they're in uh like sp- like p- pools, like yeah, little blow-up pools and, and stuff.
1: Yeah, like there's a in the rules, there's an exception for if you're in water that you can wear like skimpier outfits or yeah. something. Yeah. Right.
2: Okay. So of course there's, you know, people who are taking advantage of that. Well, I guess they just my mom told me this yesterday because my mom is a twitcher she she i was over at her house and she was like look at this and on her screen are otters um and i guess they just developed this new category on twitch that's something like beaches and water or something right and so there's this um marine rescue place i think in california that was like okay and so they put up this otter cam it's 24 7 otter cam and it's Kind of like the big joke of Twitch that it's getting a whole bunch of subs and attention instead of people who would like to have attention for mm-hmm. wearing scantily, scanty, little, little, uh, what is it? Teeny, it's weeny, teeny yellow weeny, yellow bikini. bikini. Mm-hmm. That's it, that's that it. That she yeah. wore
1: for the very first time. That's why she was so nervous. She didn't want to go in the water. She was afraid to go out in the water. That's how that song goes. In case you didn't know any more of it. it.
2: See, I didn't know that um Get
1: it. so, so yeah, anyhow got, there's this adorable got, uh,
2: otter channel i i oh i should find it so i can read into it today okay <laughs> you do the show i'm gonna do that you should
1: you should i do want us to know uh want you to know as soon as i said there were five people on your twitch it you jumped up to nine so <laughs> there are actually nine people on you oh good now. morning my friends good morning
2: and that's morning. all
1: the show is going to be today just <laughs> recounting who's watching where mm-hmm. no it's not you want to show it out yeah let's show it out all right, let's shoot a uh We are going to do D and A and U. We'll have a D topic and any topic and as many U topics as you have time for or as we have time for. Um, so be, be preparing those in your mind. Um, if you put them in now, there's a slight chance we won't be able to scroll back to them. But whenever you do put them in, make sure you put a letter U at the beginning so we can identify those quickly. Uh, and we will do that uh, as our U topic. But Danae, you get to kick us off. What is your D topic today? <laughs>
2: okay here we go (laughs) hello (laughs) i can't stop tweaking my space
1: i don't know what my (laughs) question
2: you're still on myspace (laughs) i don't know what question i have for you about that because the show is starting i didn't give myself enough time but do you tweak no 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 that's not right Uh, This was in my, so mm -hmm. I literally sat here for like 10 minutes going, what is, I've had so many different things happening in my life over the past few days. Not to mention that we missed last week and there's a whole bunch of stuff I could talk about there. And I'm just like, what do I do? But the consistent thing that has been happening in my house is I am going in and tweaking things. I'm like, so in my closet, I rearranged my closet in here in this room, I've rearranged my space. I don't know if I like it yet, uh, Mm -hmm. but we're working with it today. We'll see. Um, well, one
1: thing, one thing you rearranged uh, that comes in handy right now. Could you bring your volume down just a tad?
2: How about that? Uh, is that better?
1: That is better. See, see,
2: I ha- my my board is just right here now, so. I, but I can't there's like there's certain areas of the house. I just can't stop thinking about improvements I can't stop thinking mm-hmm. about ways that potentially I could you know organize a little bit better Yes, ooh, blah, I'm with blah, blah. You. like even the kitchen kitchen uh, drawers like oh, does this still belong here? You know blah blah blah, and I can't stop then there's certain there's other things. I'm like, okay. This is good Don't touch it for example. Mm-hmm. I don't want to touch this anymore
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Beautiful. Work-
2: Uh, podcast listeners, I I am um, referencing the wall behind me, which is bookshelves uh, and um, like all my decorations and such that I spent weeks assembling. Mm -hmm. I don't want to touch that. I think it looks fine. It's serving a purpose. I just want to leave that alone. But then there's this functionality part of me that just, I can't, I can't stop. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering if I am alone in that or if you guys are in that space. Okay. Just one more thing real quick, and then you're gonna, I'm gonna go to the comments and I wanna see what you guys have to say. But I'll watch shows and I'll think that if there are people, maybe like minimalists, you know, where they just know where everything goes and it just goes there and that's where it is. It just stays mm-hmm. there. And yeah. you know what? That doesn't even need to be replaced ever oh, because it is what it is, you know? It doesn't need to scoot, it belongs just- there.
1: You just made a distinction that blew my mind because I thought we were on the same page here. And now I'm pretty sure we're not because you made a distinction between always tweaking things and always being aware of something that could go better somewhere else and then leaving it there forever. Forever. Like, that's what I do. I'm a forever person. Once I know yeah. where something goes and it works there, it's, forever it's there, there forever. But if and you're I, talking about, I always need to be tweaking something, I think I do. Little, I think a little I do. Different
2: yeah, I, there's this thing in me that's always thinking, could it be better or elsewhere, or is this actually where? And, you know, working with a personal organizer for the last year has been really helpful because I almost kind of like get permission to put something somewhere or mm-hmm. move it in a way. I, I get in my head a lot, and I can't make final decisions. I kind of spiral out. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I was just as i'm tweaking things and as i'm looking around I, my goal is i want to know where it goes and that's where it goes and it makes the most sense And i don't have to touch it again and now that we're in this house for a little over a year now there are some things that i feel pretty accomplished like i've done it i've yeah. got it where it goes yeah like
1: but this, this that... is where the refrigerator goes I <laughs> <laughs> got that one down
2: <laughs> the stove check
1: The stove check this massive
2: set. marble countertop never moving no, not Great. moving
1: this one not moving it yeah uh before yeah. we get into the comments thank you jets mets who says i'm watching aaron on his twitch now appreciate mm-hmm. that uh there are now two people on my twitch so uh you and caleb hanging out on my twitch i love it uh dave says rearranging is the best i agree uh and then continues by saying logistics ftw uh Love, okay. Love that mindset. Yeah.
2: So logistics legit. I am a logistics manager. That's kind of what I do is like I mm-hmm. man- I manage f- the flow of content and uh, it it is it's all about efficiency. And then at, my, at the house it's a similar kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. we need to find a place to put the mail cuz I don't want to find it in four places anymore. I want it to But yeah. what is the best place? And Do we talk about that, or do I just make a decision? And what if I decide that it's the wrong decision later? Is that okay, or am I doing it wrong at the beginning?
1: Anyway, (laughs) figure it out at the beginning and leave it there forever.
2: (laughs) Just right in the refrigerator is where the mail goes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right. Yes, in the freezer, right in one of those freezer shelves. That's where you put the mail. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Lolly says I rearranged our kitchen cupboards almost two years ago, and Hub still goes to the wrong cupboard for the coffee cups. Uh Uh-huh. Kitchen ca- kitchen cupboards is a good one. We had, we did make a switch in our kitchen cupboards after deciding where everything went because the middle shelves were starting to bend and droop from the weight of the coffee cups. And so we had to shift them to like a lower shelf, a bottom oh shelf. boy! <laughs> so also we probably should get rid of all of our coffee cups, except maybe one or two, but yeah. for some reason, coffee mugs are the hardest thing to get rid of for people.
2: They're um, so nostalgia based for me
1: fingers here, but <laughs> I don't, I don't drink coffee. So, you know, <laughs> but you uh, do drink me. water
2: out of coffee mugs all the time.
1: No, no, I don't. Unless no. this is a coffee mug. I, no. I do not.
2: Yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. it is. Like it, th- th- This question's so loaded. And this is one of the reasons why I really couldn't figure out what is the central, uh, What's the central thing that I wanted to kind of bring Mm -hmm. to the table? Because it also goes into things like getting rid of things and saying goodbye to systems that don't work or things that don't serve you anymore. Like the coffee cup thing. I I went through a massive coffee cup purge and I still have 20 coffee mugs Mm -hmm. that I'm like, no, I like this one. You know, Um, I don't know. Maybe I should try that picture thing where you take a photo of it and then you print it and then mm-hmm. you put it up on a display somewhere. And then I just have this little photo collage of, of all mugs, your coffee mugs that yeah. I literally never use because I have decided to challenge myself and only use the mugs on in one display. And you guys see them almost every Monday, I have that specific mug. There's a set of six of them, they sit on my counter. And that's my challenge to myself was just use these, see how long you go without touching any other mugs. It's been two years (laughs) (laughs) i never use any other mugs but those and that's that's good it's
0: good to know know.
2: but you know what they're not taking up counter like they're not taking up cupboard space yet there's nothing Mm -hmm. that needs to go where they are right now so it's kind of like well i've got room for it so i guess i can just have it
1: you know it's interesting um our dynamic in our our marriage is that i will uh think of good arrangements for stuff and then my wife will do it like that's just kind of been our thing to me that seems like i have the better end of the deal here like uh you know she does all the work i do all the thinking um but she enjoys that stuff like Mm -hmm. you know when we were thinking about how our theater room should be arranged like you know she built a um platform for a couch so that we could have tiered seating in fact now we're thinking about hmm can we add a third row is there room here for a third row? So like, you know, there is that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but I love my theater space. Like, you know, it's just, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a lot of fun for me to think about what's the best way to use this room. And then to, you know, Mm -hmm. to be able to do it. Uh, Polly says, I have a theory about tweaking a space and it being related to pregnant women in the nesting phase. I think it never ends. It just goes through phases. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: That's interesting uh, theory. Mm -hmm. I was like this before Iris. Um, I don't think I've changed too much. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, you're onto something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Hold on.
2: I just discovered something about myself as I was thinking about this, Polly. Um, There is something about how many decisions that you have to make when you become a parent. And to know where things are eliminates so much just noise. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to think about where the socks are because I'm already thinking about 17 other things. So if we just know where the socks are, then that's, you know, so maybe there is something to that for efficiency, you know, so that it's, it's not just nesting. It's like, I have, it's not creating something forever. It's just, let's create a system that works because if we don't communicate, it's all gonna like domino effect, you know, other mm-hmm. things so you might be yeah. onto something there because i am more purposeful in keeping things organized than i was previous that's true yeah. very very true yeah On and, I something. Think, and I think that's true for good. guys too like my husband's oh, done this as well sure. so it's not I just think, and anything. i
1: think as you get older you become even more aware of your environment and how at least that's what i've experienced like you you develop things you like more and more the older you get that's why the, you know, the stereotype of as you age is you get more set in your ways, you get more, you know, this is how I like the world and I'm not afraid to say it boldly now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of that that happens. And I think, you know, that's related to it, too. But sometimes it's just the season of the room. Like, I remember having to go through a whole thought process of what is this studio room look like now that it's just me who records yeah. in here, you know, yeah. it completely changed this room. Um, so. So, yeah, I think that kind of stuff just happens.
2: Well, yeah. They JCD sure do. says. But uh, when is we, it too much, people? When should you just stop and be like, it's fine. Don't touch it anymore. I think you when know, it becomes that's an obsession, the part too.
1: Right? It's the obsession part of it that becomes too much. Like anything, it's when it dominates your world in a way that takes away that's from true. other priorities. That's That really is the only issue. If you want to change things up and you have the time to change things up change in the energy, change things up. Like there's, you know. See,
2: I mean, I could kind of justify away it being a priority for me, though, even if it's not. Like yesterday, I came in here to work. And mm-hmm. I reorganized everything because I was like, I need to find a better way to make things work. And yeah. now I can tell you confidently, it's still not where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the show right now, I do. I, 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 I need to tweak it some more. A little bit, a little bit. And more, then I'm huh? like, but I have work to do. So you know what I'm gonna yeah. do today? I'm gonna make myself be like, no, work with it. Then fix it when you have time. Then I'm like, the- when am I gonna have time? I'm gonna make time. You know. So I'm just it's just tell this you, thing. I don't
1: know. It's never going to work for you until you buy yourself a nice big ultra-wide monitor, and then it's all going to lock into place. Oh, is that right? That's that's what does it. Okay. Uh, JCD says, we move furniture furniture at my parents' house all the time. Like, my bedroom has rotated at least twice. Uh, (laughs) My mom has also gotten stuff in the kitchen to allegedly store pots and pans better over time. Uh, I love that allegedly.
2: I want to throw up this Nick one about a pro tip. Uh, Nick has a pro tip, never get mugs with kids' pictures on them. You'll never use them for fear of wearing them out, and you can't get rid of them either. (laughs) Very nice. Oh, no. See, I fully expect that I'm going to have the kid picture mug for Mother's Day at any point in time.
1: Yeah. I should make a
2: rule about it, right? Don't Mm -hmm. ever get me mugs. I should just let, it'll be a weird thing. The family won't understand, but maybe that's a wise thing for me
1: got some, we've got some memory mugs from different places, like missions, trips, we went to, they're all in the same place yeah. on display. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're not yeah. in a cupboard. That's my Mine are thing on is.
2: display in, but they're in the cupboard that has a window.
1: Oh, I see. So it's kind of like a cupboard That's display. A little, mm, never get cupboards with windows. That's the problem. I, they then, came with the house.
2: <laughs> what am we supposed to do? Not get it's the out. house. I'm sorry. You're I can't get about. this. This is a dream house for us, but you know what? It has windows those, in the cupboards.
1: Those doors come off. You can put new doors on there. No.
2: You, you like rearranging stuff. Maybe that's the next thing. No. You rearrange. I, have, I have two corner cupboards that have windows and they, both of them have display things in them. I'm just now getting to
1: people being like, how heavy are those cups? <laughs> how many do you have? That's a lot of mugs, bro. <laughs> uh, I, listen, there's probably, it's a whole, it, it's a whole shelf of them. So I'm gonna guess three by eight. So maybe like you know 24 mugs in there, and yeah, just over time, the weight of them has um has has kind of bent the the wood a little bit. So yeah,
2: yeah, it's a, it's probably particle boardish as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think a, part of it is the cupboard itself. Like the like maybe the it's not
2: like a like
1: oak shelf or something. Yeah, the shelf isn't all that strong. So yeah.
2: Um, I love too that Caleb says, I still use my Shoe the Dough mug. Yes! Nice. Okay, that's one, one of the mugs. Right yeah. right, there. <laughs> right,
1: there, right there. Okay, right there. <laughs>
2: okay, there's a Shoe the Dough mug. We only made 10 of them. So that is. There's Congratulations. One there's, there's one. left. There's. I might have.
1: Should we do like a giveaway for the final Shoe the Dough mug no. or like No, we're going to oh, it. No, like it's like auction it.
2: Auction it... it for $500. We're good to go. We'll get a new couple cameras. Um, we, uh, I think, I think I have one here. I might have two here. I'm not sure. So I have I I got a mug obviously. And that's one of the things I kept. Like I can't, I can't, uh, what, where's, oh my gosh, breaking news podcast listeners. Aaron has for the first time just up and left. Oh, but he's already back. That was not nearly as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I thought that was going to be far more interesting. Like you were leaving, leaving
1: no, 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 no. I just, uh, I just realized that the, uh, the final shoe, the dough mug never been opened was, yeah. was sitting here in, within reach in this cube is the final shoe,
2: the dough mug. But I think so. I have one too. So we might have like, we might have two or three left maybe anyway. Well, we'll you have better
1: to find d- out, you better find okay. out because we need to know, we need to know what we've got going on here before we make any promises. So, so, yeah, that's, that's really interesting, uh, Caleb. You still, has it held up? Has the shoe, the, the dough mug, held up? Like, uh, how, how do we do on the quality there if you use it all the time? I'd be curious because mine just sits on the shelf uh, back here. So, yeah, I think there's only uh, 10 or 20 of those in existence. Lolly says that mug must be worth millions. Probably not. Probably not. There's no way there's a mug in that box.
2: I think you're right. I think that's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: the final shoe the dough mug.
2: But I did find from our remember we used to do live shows. We still do. I are <laughs> doing you one know now. What I, mean. I have all. You of mean live in person shows? Live in person audience. shows. Yeah. Look, yeah. I found. I found our buttons.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. So like we have. Day.
2: Yep. And I found the shoes that we gave out at our live show.
1: Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, and then we did a DNA uh keychain for our second live show.
2: I think those are in here. I'm yeah, I think to see. so. I think so. I think so. Okay, I'm gonna I'll show you guys in chat. So we used to do really fun stuff. Uh in fact, Caleb that's in the chat right now, drove yeah. in from Nashville to those shows. Mm-hmm. Here's our Helix keychain that we gave mm-hmm. out
1: yeah we used to do an annual live show um at a local coffee place that had like a stage and and whatnot and we'd do a live podcast with an audience that was a lot of fun
2: yeah that's when i announced what uh i uh, what kind of a baby i was having if it was a boy baby that's right we did a live show
1: we had our local uh news reporter friends Yeah. Do a news, do a newscast, <laughs> yeah. like fake, like a, fake, a newscast fake newscast about you being pregnant. Yeah. We didn't
2: tell, we didn't tell my mom and dad, so they had no idea what was happening. It was just yeah. this, and this whole like video thing came up on screen, and it was like breaking news, and it was Sarah Foreheads and Ethan Foreheads. And, and what was funny is they were actually they recorded some of the the video for it while they were actually on site out in Springfield doing real news stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: and these are like two of the top news reporters like in our area yeah and sarah had to tell the person she's like okay just go with me on this i'm doing this for a friend in the background like cop cars at like a live scene somewhere Uh and she's like you know danae hughes is having a baby and it's uh and then like we put this picture up of um the uh of her ultrasound picture it was pretty fun Mm. yeah we had fun yeah.
1: Hey, listen, I was gone so, for a second, and uh, uh, our buddy Galactic Dave said, "Danae, you can't say that about Aaron while he's gone.
2: What did you say, Danae? What happened while I was gone? <laughs> Notice it's mm. in all caps, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I'm not going <laughs> to respond to that. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. But I'm going to send you
2: a message right now, sir. Well, that was fun. Rearranging
1: your room turned into a little bit of uh little bit of our that own was kind fun. of see, oh, memorial. And I knew
2: where it could have been should have been had I right, had right. the mugs, because I'm somewhat organized.
1: So I guess I guess that so you the, do question, have the final mug, the question remains, yeah. how, what do we do with the final shoe the dough mug? Mm.
2: I really thought well, I had more
1: ideas. We're taking ideas.
2: I, I, I really feel like I have more. Okay, well, you can keep looking around. Right what we can okay.
1: do is we can do a big, big thing for the final mug and make a bunch of money or something, and then you can find more conveniently. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh let's see. Ha-ha! Oh, look at there. Look at there. There they are. We have three left.
2: No, we've got
1: more, Mayor. <laughs> oh, wow. Denae Hughes, you've been hoarding mugs. Look no at I you.
2: Didn't. Okay, I'll clean up. I'll, I'll clean up the mess later. I knew I had oh. them somewhere, guys. <laughs>
1: so there are only five out in the real world right now, right? Yes. So you, if you have one, Caleb's got one. There's one behind me. You know that is a, that's a pretty rare rare item right now. So. Okay, yeah.
2: galactic Galactic Dave continues to troll chat by saying, "I bet none of them are actually mugs."
1: They're just the just a... Oh, looky there! That one's not quite worth as much anymore because it's been opened. But oh, shush!
2: <laughs> shush!
1: But maybe it's worth more because it's got your fingerprints on it. You know, like who knows?
2: And I kissed oh, it. Look at that!
1: It's been kissed. It's amazing
2: it has my dna on it so now it's even more trashy
1: the studio dna dna um cool yeah well we've got five mugs. we could do something fun with at some point if people were interested in that maybe yeah. after the d and d uh thing we can think about uh think selling about the mugs yeah something we'll figure mm-hmm. it
2: out um <laughs> all right i think we've uh we're ready to go on to the next topic. I like how Judsmet says, well, they're at fifteen dollars now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Uh, I don't even remember what we sold them for to begin with. Um I think they were 10. Yeah, I think I think we sold them for 10 bucks. Yep.
2: Maybe, and now they're
1: worth, you know, more 15. than
2: Bitcoin. Yeah. According to uh chat, they're worth 15 now.
1: Yep. Uh all right, we'll move on to the A topic. Uh, this comes from a show that I finished up this weekend. Um, and here's the topic. What's a TV show you watched every episode of that you aren't sure you even liked? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you kept watching anyway. Uh, in my case, I'm talking about uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Uh, I watched the season finale this weekend, watched all 10 episodes. I don't even know if I like this show. I, You know, the nostalgia pulls me in a little bit. Um I I just I'm not sure it's even really that good. It's very tropey, very cliché. It's down the line disneyfied and it's and I just I couldn't stop watching it and I don't understand that about myself sometimes. So I got curious a little bit if anybody else ever experiences something like that where it's like I don't know why I keep watching this, but I'm just still watching it. Um, now, it can be a show that's finished. It can be a show that you're in the midst of. Maybe this is, in some ways, a little bit of a um, an inter- intervention. And maybe you can stop a show. Maybe it'll bring awareness to a show you're like, I don't really need to be uh, spending time watching this. So, some good choices uh, popping up. Um, let's see. Lolly says Friends. See, I liked Friends. Yeah. I liked Friends, but I didn't I didn't watch it. all of them,
2: though.
1: Yeah. Um that's a good choice game of thrones i liked game of thrones but uh that last season maybe maybe that last season was like well i gotta finish it up that kind of thing so uh jets mets with a good choice jersey shore reality television probably does fall into this category uh quite a bit um Chris says, are we counting shows that we once liked that we now hate? We can. I'm talking specifically more about a show. I don't even think I liked it at the beginning because this to me is the stranger thing. Mm. The stranger thing, not talking stranger things, but the stranger thing is to watch the first episode of a show and go, eh, and then (laughs) keep watching it (laughs) until the very end of the season. And that's the experience I had. The whole time, I'm just like, eh, eh, all right, eh. But I watched the whole thing. What is wrong with me? <gasps>
2: Lucas says Shit's Creek.
1: No, ah! come on, Lucas. No, come th- on. not everybody
2: likes that show. That's under. It's okay. It's okay. It's just we don't relate to that. But that's okay. But it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's, you watched well, it all. You didn't again, like it. Are you sure? Are you? It's okay. It's okay.
1: <laughs> no, but that is. But that is interesting that that would be the the example for someone because it is one of those things where. Maybe this happens when you feel like, what am I missing? Why does everybody love this thing? And I don't. And so you keep watching. I'm not saying this is what Lucas was doing, but sometimes maybe the motivation is I'm going to keep watching this because everybody else seems to think it's great. And maybe it will click with me eventually. And then it just never does. So I can see kind of that, that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Oh, we yep. both clicked it at the same time. It's
1: amazing. Return, I feel the same way turn. about the Mighty Duck. Yeah, I, that's that's mm-hmm. interesting.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um. Ronald says for me it was uh, Love is Hard for M. Otaku. Otaku. I'm Otaku. Sorry, I mm-hmm. love romance anime, but when I think of it all, um, I come up for it. It was kind of boring. Yeah, no. but you watch no. the whole thing hoping it's gonna get better. Uh, Caleb says Gotham
1: yeah that's a great one i did the same thing with gotham but i did eventually give up on it
2: i gave up on it after season one easy i'm like this isn't gonna go anywhere
1: yeah i think Um, i watched a couple episodes of season two and i was like no i I don't have time for this
2: elizabeth says Grey's anatomy i still watch but the last few seasons have gone downhill so this is Mm -hmm. this is the one that i think i would land on but for me i was watching Grey's anatomy with a friend of mine after i had been on for a long time and then i thought what, well, what am I missing? Because they obviously all have previous existing storylines. So I went mm-hmm. back to the first one and watched all of it uh, to get caught up. It was a lot, I didn't have a lot to do at the time though, so it was fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I remember the whole time being like, this isn't, is it, is it going, are we getting better? And sometimes it was okay, but it's never been great. It's just something I've watched. I think that's is the closest I'm gonna come. So I agree with Elizabeth on this one. Nice.
1: Uh, let's see. True detective. JCD says season one of true detective. It's a great show, but I'm not sure I actually like it. Okay. There is another thing that we do, which is I'm watching this, even though I don't like it because there's something about it. I know is technically great. Um, I, I, I can relate to that, you know, where it's like, I know this is so well done, so I'm going to keep watching it even though I'm not really enjoying myself. Um, so yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick says Smallville liked it at first, but lost interest around season five or six. Well, that's a, that's a decent investment already if you've gone five or six seasons. So, uh, to watch all 10 season, uh, at that point, I think I'm a completionist like that. Mm-hmm. If I've watched five or six seasons of something, you know what? This is not true in everything because I did give up on the walking dead, but that's a completely different story. Um, but yeah, to watch all 10 seasons. Makes sense to me. Uh, I like this one as well. Jose says iron fist. It's the completionist in me, me too. That's the only reason I watched that show is because I wanted to understand all of the Marvel TV universe, the Netflix Marvel universe, before they did the team up uh, series. And that's the only reason I kept watching that show because I did not really enjoy it uh, very much. Um, Let's see. Slab says, my dad loves NCIS and BBT and was forced uh, to watch every episode. She hated them from the start, though. Um, So, yeah. NCIS. Big
2: Bang Theory.
1: Oh, is that what BBT is?
2: Yeah. Pretty sure.
1: Handmaid's Tale is amazing and so well made, but I'm not having fun anymore. I'm just too (laughs) obsessed to quit. (laughs) When were you having fun with that show? I watched the first season of Handmaid's Tale. Maybe a little bit of the maybe I watched the first two seasons of Handmaid's Tale. That's another one I gave up on because I just I have come to a point with my TV watching where it's just like I don't need the the deep serious stuff, yeah, like stuff from my TV. I get enough of that from movies, and I do enjoy. The idea of of digging into some of the deeper aspects of what it means to be human, some of the deeper aspects of what it means to live in this world, but I want to do it in a nice one and a half, two, two and a half hour chunk with a movie, you know, and just live in it for that movie, experience the emotions I want to experience, and then move on. Whereas on a TV show, to come back to it every over and over, week, yeah, and just be like, oh, hit me again, oh, more. It pain. would be like
2: if um, Hunger Games were on TV, you know, where if you really sit in it for a long time, it's a terrible world to live in like what a horrible place to have to survive where children are being sent you know to murder each other for you know just that world is not it's it's very serious and uh, but and if you went back to it every single week to see how it concludes because you know it's based on a book material. And so you know there's supposed to be an ending. At, at mm-hmm. some point, this is going to end, right? Um, but then they just keep finding new ways to sort of expand into it. I don't know. That, yeah. I, I wouldn't have. I would have enjoyed consuming that one on an episodic thing.
1: Uh, Jet Smith says, I watched CSI Miami and liked it until I saw them solve a murder in one day. Haven't watched since. <laughs> 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 I like CSI Miami because I feel like it was the CSI that uh, fully embraced the ridiculousness of it. Um, and so I did enjoy that a little bit, but the CSI thing is another thing I eventually gave up on meaning like that whole genre of TV because there was so much of it. And I just realized I'm seeing the same story over and over and over again with just different, you know, professions, vocations, and characters. Like it's the same thing over and over. And so procedural television, I'm just totally out now, just totally out will i watch the csi reboot with william peterson in the original cast and all that of kind course of stuff? you will of course i will of course 100 percent i will we'll see if you can pull me back in thought i was out but they pulled me back in we'll see if that happens yeah um yeah let's see Mikey says, isn't the 100 basically a weekly Hunger Games? He asked, having only seen three episodes. Um, I've only seen one episode, and so I don't know how to answer that question, but, uh, but it seems like it might be. Definitely seems like
2: it might be. The 100, I don't think I've seen that
1: one. The 100 is basically, the premise of the 100, uh, we send the pilot uh, on TV sins, uh, is basically the, the adults send the teenagers Back to Earth after it's been "quote unquote" uninhabitable for a period of time to see if it's able to be lived on, and so basically, there's a Lord of the Flies element to it, where these teenagers mm. have to figure out their own society and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. So, okay, okay. Yeah. It's also says I gave up on Glee when they started down the storyline of tricking Supergirl's character in eating disorder and somehow redeem the character that did it. Um I don't remember that specific plot line. I will say I loved Glee. I loved that show so much. Um I don't know if I'm s- supposed to like be proud of that or anything, but um
2: <laughs> I don't know how anyone else is going to feel about it. But... Yeah, I
1: don't I don't know <laughs> if I just went down uh respect level in everybody's eyes, but no, I had so much fun with Glee. Um, because to me, it seemed very satirical. It seemed like a satirical look at high school and the idea of show choir and those kind of things. And the music was awesome, was just so good. Um, so that's, you know, I'm a musical kind of guy, you know, it's, listen, I've got some glee in my life with Zoe right now with Zoe's extraordinary playlist, which does a lot of, you know, the same kind of stuff, but has a different conceit to do it in. Um, and also has a former
2: cast member of Glee on it.
1: So, you know, it's. Good times for me, but maybe not other people.
2: I never watched Glee, not even one episode. I missed Man, the that's... whole Glee thing. I'm telling you, but like I always. shows I always... about t- going back to high school, I just don't want it.
1: Right, I, no, totally. I don't enjoy that. I totally get it. I totally get it. Um. Well, there you go.
2: Wow. Ta-da! Show's over. <laughs> Bye, guys. What about the <laughs> you questions, Danae? Well, what about those? Um, I've just been uh, making sure that I know where I'm going to send to the Raiders from my Twitch channel.
1: And it's to my Twitch channel, right?
2: Uh, No, it won't be. But there's one called uh, Chicks Gone Wild. And it's just a whole bunch of ducks. (laughs)
1: Love it. Love it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really really enjoying this. But we're going to, yeah, we're going to raid into the otters today for sure. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun.
1: Uh, All right. Well, let's do the you questions. If you've got something that you want to talk about uh, with us, let us know. And it could be a question. It could be a topic. It could be anything. Anything.
2: It could be about. Questions about how my room was actually somewhat put together when we started and now it's trash in the back. <laughs> Did you see? Like so yeah. many things have fallen yeah. and there's just uh-huh. mail everywhere and chairs. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> now we've
1: got the mugs over here. There's a chair in the middle of the room with a blanket on top of it. Uh yeah. You have rearranged your space mm-hmm. while yep. we've been
2: mm-hmm.
1: talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I there was a you question earlier. Oh, okay. That well, uh that said you question will you be able to scroll up to this question and the answer is no the answer apparently Uh, is no i couldn't find it
2: uh you question how was nashville yeah um it was interesting because this is the first time to go anywhere since pandemic Mm -hmm. Uh, it was the first time for me to uh, see a group of people Um, and there was a certain element of nerves about it but then it was also just Kind of like just slipping back into something really comfortable. So I got to see um, people we work with and go out to eat a couple times. Um, and it's also just interesting to always get out of your space. Before, before the break aside, like not being able to travel aside, it's always interesting to be able to go to someplace new or even just somewhat familiar, like Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and just get out completely out of your little pool and into, in this case, a larger pool. Mm -hmm. And it used to stress me out so much more. I mean, when I I first started traveling with Aaron for radio, I was a stress ball every single time he went somewhere. I hated it. I hated packing, the stress of leaving, the stress of driving and getting somewhere. And then over the years, I've gotten better at identifying like, well, what are my triggers? And so for me, I need to get to where I'm going and put my thing somewhere, and then I can kind of relax a little bit. It's for whatever reason, until I can get there and put Mm -hmm. my stuff down, I'm not able to just kind of like take a breath. So, um, and then I've also noticed uh, for me, like uh, in city driving, the the larger driving, I'm not stressed when cars are going by on six lanes or whatever, that doesn't stress me out. It's not the turn that's coming up, but the turn right after. (laughs) I want to know when I turn right, is my next turn left? Because that will help me to understand where I'm going in this big universe. And so Mm -hmm. I, and Google doesn't always do that very well. So I'm also the kind of person that needs to have my passenger talking to me. So over the years, we've gotten much better at traveling together. And Mm -hmm. this was the least stressful experience I had going to Nashville which is surprising to me considering I was very nervous about like getting back out in public and stuff. So that was nice to feel. It was nice to feel like, Oh, I'm actually relaxed. Oh, I'm actually doing okay. Oh, we're communicating really well in traffic. This is nice. You know, like all that stuff was very easy. Um, and so it was nice to see friends, but it was also nice to experience like I wasn't a ball of stress, which was great.
1: Uh, so Danae answered that question from Elizabeth. I'm going to answer this one from slab. Uh, how was Nashville? (laughs) Well, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very different for me. I, I have loved to travel for (laughs) a long time. And so for me, I was pumped. I was really excited to see everybody to spend time together to, you know, eat out together. Uh, combine that with the fact that. That light at the end of of the tunnel is so big right now as far as the pandemic is concerned with the numbers just plummeting the way they are. I think uh, two days ago, there were only 11,000 new cases in the entire country, which that's still 11,000 people that have cases. But it's compared to the hundreds of thousands of daily cases that it has been um it's been in- pretty incredible to see that number continue just to absolutely plummet as people get vaccines and all that kind of stuff so combined with oh my goodness i think we're actually on on the end of this thing with oh my goodness i'm getting to travel and see friends who i haven't seen in 16 months or 15 months or whatever it's been yeah i was pumped man like i was super excited and it was everything I hoped it would be like it was just it was it was really beautiful um, to be able to see those people and to have those times. And um, yeah, I had a an absolutely wonderful time. And, and just to ball. see the city, I just, you know, to go. Yeah. I, I love visiting Nashville. It's one of my favorite cities. And just to, you know, come come uh, around that bend uh, see the on skyline. 24 and see the Batman building and the rest of that beautiful skyline. And yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, based on all that emotion, he just <laughs> threw out there. Lollipop's question is: Who cried first at the Nashville reunion? Uh,
1: uh, there I loved the reunion. I saw the Batman bets, building. Was it yeah. Aaron?
2: I bet it was Aaron. <laughs> I don't remember there being uh, tears, but um, I know one person on the team, and I'm not going to tell who because it's. I don't want to. I don't know if, if that matters, but one person on the team when they got to. The only time we all got together as a group was one time. And when that person arrived, you could almost just tell they were like, holy crap, we're all together. And there was just this burst of excitement. And I think there was some genuine emotion uh, when they sat down at the table and we were just kind of like looking around like, these are my friends, these are my people. I haven't seen them in a long time and now we're gonna get Mm -hmm. to have dinner together and talk. And uh, the idea that we were gonna get work done I should have never had that expectation. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like kids getting back together.
1: I didn't. I didn't think about work. Hardly. one I mean, there were little ticky pack like, things that I had to Work trip. But...
2: We got stuff to do. Let's meet. Let's talk. <laughs> let's get some stuff done. Nope. Nope. We're just talking about movies
1: the Hanging whole out. time. No, it's okay.
2: It wasn't actually movies the whole time, and it was. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. We de- it, definitely had work conversations.
2: And, yes, and that kind of stuff. I'm but, yeah. definitely teasing you. <laughs> yeah um Uh, let's talk uh let's
1: talk to greg for a second uh says what's the best thing to do in a hospital i'm currently here right now due to severe stomach pain that i was experiencing yesterday and had through the weekend decided to come to the er and of course they admitted me doing better today but looking for some fun things that i can do while in a hospital room um boy that's a good question my
2: instant is app games um grab your phone and this is a time to explore um because you've got time to to yeah. test out material that you wouldn't normally have. I had a friend ask me for a few app game recommendations. Uh, the specificity was something that doesn't require a lot of my attention that I can play in the background while I'm on the couch unwinding. So I was like, oh, interesting. So this is something you have to engage in. Whereas you might be looking for something that's fully engaging because you have time on your hands and maybe you're wanting to distract yourself. So like if you want an adventure game or something like that, that's my go-to. Um, or you can ask for a book, you know, maybe somebody can run down to the guest shop and grab a book for you and you can pick up a book for the first time, um, an audio book or something like a recommendation.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree with all that. Um, let's see. Tyler says my family and I have had a rough last week. What's a movie TV or any entertainment content that brings you joy? Uh, reality TV brings me joy um i i love you know competition shows top chef the singing competition shows um you know i survivor if you've never watched survivor like binging some of the old uh the first seasons of survivor uh, i've heard is a a great like rewatch experience um so yeah i kind of go to reality television because it's light there's not a lot i have to dig into with it and it just puts a smile on my uh on my face um the good place always put a smile on my face. Um, so yeah, girls five Eva is a new, uh, sitcom on uh, peacock. That's a lot of fun that I smiled all the way through. Um, so yeah, some, some smiley recommendations.
2: Um, I went to, uh, games you could play together that kind of are uniting and can bring laughter. It sounds like you guys are going through a lot. Um, but I can't remember the name of the game. It's the one that's based online. We played it at some week. Is a dot .tv? Do you remember what it is, Aaron? Uh, oh, what are you talking about? Moco and Chat help me out because I know you guys have played it too. Um, it's like where you answer random questions and like oh, you're talking you about Jack,
1: Like Jack games? Jackbox. Yeah.
2: Go to Jackbox as a family. <laughs> that yeah. is oftentimes a fun way to get everybody like laughing. Um, although it depends on age groups and stuff. Um, but we also just uh, as a family, like our family we will also just play video games together uh so somebody's playing and the other people are cheering them on and there's laughter and kind of excitement so i think about ways to sort of turn it into a bonding experience sorry Mm -hmm. you guys are going through a lot i hope everything is okay for you yeah
1: uh, jet Smith says what area of the country do you like driving around? I'm driving to Phoenix from Las Vegas in desert. Driving is so Oof. fun to look at while you drive, It really? is fun, but, but it, no, it really is beautiful. Some of the mesas and, and the different know. things you'll see in the desert are beautiful. However,
2: people tell me it's, it's like, it's really boring though. Maybe, maybe I'm talking to the wrong people.
1: I mean, boring is like, um, is it, is it same, same,
2: same, same, I, same?
1: iowa is boring because it's same 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 and it's just fields of corn you know what i mean like right this is this is desert but then there's like cool like rock formations and you know cacti and all sorts of stuff so i'm
2: gonna go to google um, i'm gonna put my little person down on like we're gonna look at the view
1: so desert driving is fun. However, desert driving is also anxiety-inducing as well because it's one of those things where it's like, uh, please don't fail me now, car, because it's 110 out right now and mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. So there's that thing. Uh, my favorite is mountain mountain driving. Speaking of anxiety-inducing, um, yeah, that's the stuff.
2: Well, that's that's the desert. Uh, for nope. podcast listeners, I've just opened up uh, Google Maps and we are now taking the exact same drive. <laughs> So we can see what the view will be. Um, I love doing this on Google Maps, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever you know, just decided to go someplace completely new to you mm-hmm. uh, through the street view. But it is one of my great guilty pleasures is like traveling around the world <laughs> while sitting oh my God was so stupid while sitting on my computer because mm-hmm. there's so many interesting places to go. Let's do it right now. We're gonna do it together. Um, cause my drives, I like, I've only really ever driven around Missouri. Let's just drop in on, Oh, where are we going to go? Let's go up here. What's over here? Doop.
1: Well, that is the, the mountains of Canada. Guys, uh, this is Canada. So This is the uh, kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like mountain driving to me or driving your mountains is so, so beautiful. Excuse, that's, that's quite excuse, a road there. Excuse
2: <laughs> me, Google. I just dropped us on a footpath in the yeah, middle of did. some mountains. I didn't even know you could do this.
1: There you Whoa. go. We are we're on a hike now. We are on a mountain hike,
2: man. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Um, but this is the, this that would be is fun.
1: Gorgeous. Can you imagine being there? See, here's the here's the thing. Like doing this on Google is interesting and fun, and it is beautiful. There is nothing like being in that three dimensional space, though because you get such a deeper perspective of how far things are away, what they really you know, look like dimensionally. Um, man, if you, were, if you were standing right there right now, like just the awe of the beauty around you, I think would be you know, tenfold what we're experiencing through the picture. So yeah, that is, that is beautiful stuff. So mountain would be my answer.
2: Yeah, like you're all out here by yourself. Like what happens if like a cougar comes by?
1: A very real possibility you're Uh, gonna be
2: dead you know probably
1: more Uh, bears than cougars in northern canada like that but yeah,
2: yeah i mean like you're alone this is Mm -hmm. making me a little uh anxious Anxious? actually yeah and this is why why you go this is why you go to google maps so that you Uh can feel what it would feel like to travel to an extremely remote (laughs) area okay let's let's go over here
1: we're going to asia now or all the way to europe where do you guys where? where should we
2: go you get to pick aaron
1: uh, let's go to let's go to
2: Norway. Mm-hmm. 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 Boop. Now you can zoom in, obviously.
1: Oh, look at Whoa.
2: that! Okay, podcast to listeners, our, it's,
1: podcast listeners, we apologize. Everything yeah. has become very, very visual all of the sudden. But um, yeah.
2: We are standing uh, in front. We're standing in the woods right now, looking over a body of water and some rock formations and blue sky and previous we were standing kind of um in like an uh, the
1: bluest sky ever yeah it's gorgeous
2: so yeah um if you don't if you can't travel for whatever reason just do what i'm doing how did this person get here (laughs) this guy is wearing a a google device on his backpack Mm -hmm. and is just walking to remote places
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: whoa okay
1: Yeah, that's Um, beautiful.
2: Yeah. Guys, this is how I want to (laughs) travel.
1: No, no, I want to actually be there. I I, like I don't want like the pain of trying to get there, but like I would love to stand there. This is why this is why we need to invent teleportation. We all need to experience these these views (laughs) in person.
2: Teleportation would be incredible. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
2: But yeah,
1: basically teleportation, if we invented it and did the technology right, you would be doing this exact same thing
2: and then pushing but a button and then saying and
1: go there yeah yeah so
2: um slab says uh, they want to see the rains down in africa so
1: <laughs> the rains down in africa let's see silly boy
2: we'll go to nigeria there you go does not appear that there are rains however
1: there you go uh let's see what else we got here. Oh, 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 just jumped. Uh let's see. Uh Nick says, I second girls five Eva, filled that thirty rock me Schmidt hole in my life. Absolutely true. Um then we've got Nick says, Des oh.
2: Sorry. No, uh, Jose asks, I'll be going to Nashville with some friends for the first time this week. Any suggestions? Mm. Um, Depends on what you're looking to do. Yeah, what are you wanting to do? I, if... I would definitely recommend um, some restaurants, but mm. we decided to go to some really expensive restaurants. <laughs> so I don't know how much money you want to spend, but I have one of the best meals of my life uh, at, this it the Optimist.
1: Optimist, yeah, in Germantown. So area. good. It was very, the Alaskan
2: fish, delicious.
1: Yep, everybody loved their meal there. I think. Yeah,
2: nobody, nobody was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as things to do, my God, there's tons of things to do. I would just say go in with a plan, mm-hmm. so that you know if 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 someone says I really want to see live music, just make sure that you make that a priority and then go see it. Uh, but you can fill your time doing anything. Pretty much If
1: it's your first time and you're vaccinated and you're feeling great, downtown Nashville is great. It is a great walk. It's a great hang. Know that you're going to be hearing live music from almost every, every bar angle. on the strip. Uh, it's yeah. going to be everywhere. Anywhere you walk into is going to have a live band and not just a live band, an incredible live band. Um, so, you know, there's just live music. You can just walk into all the way down the strip. The barbecue there on uh, downtown is amazing. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of great stuff. There's a pedestrian bridge, uh, across the Cumberland there, um, where you should be able to see like the Titan stadium, that kind of stuff. But it's a really cool pedestrian bridge where you can just walk across and look back at the city, some great pictures that you can take from that. Um, Nashville a great town. It's a really great town to visit. And, uh, I have nothing but, but good experiences there. So yeah, those are some of my recommendations uh dexter says what's the best way you have found to calm your mind my insomnia is back with full vengeance and i keep i feel bad keeping my harley up at night with me um yeah insomnia is not something i've ever dealt with um so i am probably the wrong person to ask this question my mind in general is calm in fact (laughs) some would say I need to find wise to excite my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, get get a little more excited. Uh, So yeah, today. What about you?
2: Oh man, I have a really active mind, so I can I can completely Mm -hmm. uh, understand that you know moving. Um, Although uh, I don't have insomnia, so I'm not sure how what I will say will help with insomnia. Um, But calming my mind um it's it's an exercise i do visual exercises usually they start with some kind of a story like i'll picture the people that are involved and then i will very purposefully try to like create a scenario so for those of us who play like you know very imaginative games it's very similar to that and i will watch this scene and i usually fall asleep within about five minutes just Sometimes I'll like make the people do things like, okay, they're going to go to the store and they're going to go shopping at the grocery store and they're going to get in a food fight in the whatever aisle and I'll kind of like make them do stuff in my imagination. But at some point it shifts for me and then I'm watching it and within just a couple, like within a very short amount of time, I'm asleep. Um, So that's something that I've kind of trained myself to do. But there are also interesting apps that I was looking at uh, earlier this year that you watch and they have like a visual that goes along with it and they'll do like expansion and breathing techniques and stuff like that so if you haven't tried to pair it with the app um although turning your phone on while you're not able to sleep does not help in my opinion (laughs) so um but maybe you can train yourself to think about those uh exercises in your own time and that might help a little bit because um, I also will do some breathing techniques too if I really cannot go back to sleep because I'll wake up sometimes at three o'clock in the morning or 2 30 in the morning and be wide awake and ready to like do research and write and I'm like awake and so instead of beating myself up over it I actually just am like okay I'll be productive and I will try to take a nap if I can during the day or just trust that I'll have enough energy and then go to bed tonight so Sometimes too, it's just not being down on myself about it and trying to be productive mm-hmm. and not lay there being like, you should be asleep. You should be asleep. But they are being like, okay, so what am I wanting to do right now? Oh, I want to write right now. So I'll grab my phone because I have a note nine and I'll just, you know, I'll actually write a little bit.
1: That is wild. Um, everybody's different. So that's the other thing is find out what works for you. Um, yeah. I just, I have a rule. I won't pick up my phone between... The hours of ten p m and six a m um so like I know that's not an option for me because I know that will uh activate, wake you up. Yeah. activate things and so i yeah. i put it into sleep mode <laughs> uh and i like if I wake up at five thirty uh I lay there until six and sometimes I'll fall back asleep and wake up at six thirty or whatever but um but that's fine, so yeah yeah for me i my phone is a no touch zone uh for Don't eight touch hours it. uh
2: every also, night we will have to do a shout out for Harley. Um, we hope Harley's doing well. Dexter's yeah. dog is in remission right now. So yay, Harley. And mm-hmm. also maybe Harley loves being up with you. Sometimes we have those companions for a reason. So you never know. Yep.
1: Uh, Nick says I'm about to climb on my roof to power wash the siding. What's the dumbest possibly dangerous home project you've ever done. Hmm. It would have Ooh. to be something on the roof because there's always danger there falling off the roof. Um, home project, home project. I am so averse to danger. Yeah. like I just i I don't put myself in dangerous situations, um as much as I can help it. I mentioned earlier, my wife does most of that stuff, so like, yeah, she is probably the one that would answer this question Man. more. I feel like here's yeah. you know how bad it is. I will pick up a handsaw and I will get scared. Like, I'll be like, if this slips, I'm going to cut. Like I could never use a bandsaw or a power saw or a chainsaw. Like, no, no way. I'm not even starting it while I'm holding it. So, (laughs) um,
2: yeah, yeah. I also am a little averse, uh, just to labor in general.
1: It's just, (laughs) well, there's that part of it too.
2: Um, but recently I have been trying to figure out how to run a hard, wire internet connection up to this very room. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that the connection that comes into our house for internet is way that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how to run it over here. And one of the options is to go from above, right? Like in down. Mm-hmm. So I actually got up into our attic uh, last month and crawled around and cleared a pathway. That was, it was not dumb. Yeah. It was very purposeful, but it was definitely potentially dangerous for many reasons. Especially because in the back of my mind, I know I have laughed at my mother for falling through the ceiling mm-hmm. many times. She fell through the ceiling when you laughed
1: I, at her many times, not her falling through the ceiling many times. Exactly
2: right. <laughs> just, That's what just I was wanted just to gonna clear that, up. Do. Clear that She's up. not
1: known for falling no. through the ceiling every not once in a while. Multiple
2: one. times. No, right. she, yeah. she one epic moment and i have laughed at that epic moment many times in my life and so as i'm you know traversing the i I just thinking like if i fall i'm gonna deserve whatever comes my (laughs) way uh so that's right but i I don't really do a lot of house projects uh
1: you question from my mom who is the most famous person you've ever met
2: um mine is when i was eight i met muhammad ali and i still remember that pretty famous I think that's the most well-known historical figure Mm -hmm. however uh because aaron and i are in we're in the radio industry we were able to meet a lot of really famous musicians and probably the most famous musician that i had a decent friendship with for a little while friendship um Mm -hmm. was is lauren daigle um, whom yeah, I don't think I could still reach out to and she'd make time for me by any means because she busy woman. Um, but we had a really fun back and forth kind of time together for a couple years there. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I yep. think there's a there's a difference between
2: like we're like, not friends.
1: Right. There there's a difference. Well, there's kind of like three levels, cool. right? You can answer this question in three ways. One, who's the most famous person you've ever shook hands with and just, you know, like said a word right. to, right? right. Probably who's Muhammad the, Ali. Who's the, who's the most famous person you that if you met if you saw them they'd know who you were. Like Lauren if you if, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the third one was like who's the most famous person you've ever been friends with? Like, you know, you consider yourself actual friends.
2: I mean, um, I had her phone number and she had mine and mm-hmm. I you know, so me, no, that doesn't count.
1: But it's close, right? Like so for me, I, you know, I go to the mm. awards every year and so I've shaken hands and met lots of people, the most famous Yeah. Of which is like Tom Hanks, probably Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Sandra Bullock, uh, you were in the
2: same room with Oprah.
1: (laughs) That's true. That's true. She had
2: guards around her, but you technically were within spitting distance of her. I mean,
1: I've been in the same room with, you know. Incredibly uh, famous people. Incredibly famous people. And I've met a few of those incredibly famous people. Um, some of my favorite meetings and uh, were like the directors. The directors are always more willing to just chat and talk. Uh, Damien Chazelle was really cool. J.J. Abrams was really sweet and nice. Uh, had a good conversation with him. Um, had a decent conversation with Chris Evans, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, those were the same year. Um, so I've met a lot of people now who would like know my name. If I walked into a room, probably artists, uh, probably, uh, I'm not sure if Toby Mack would still know who I am. I know at one point he did, you know, like that kind of thing. Scott where it's like, Sure. There you go. Um, Jeremy Scott knows Jeremy who I am, Scott.
2: <laughs> I maybe could say he's my friend,
1: right? So that, and that, that is that third category where it's like, you know, he is probably the most famous person who's an actual friend of mine. Um, so yeah. So yeah.
2: I could say the yeah. same thing. Yeah.
1: So there you and before go. Before
2: that, it was Aaron Dyser. No, it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lolly says I would not be able to speak if I met Chris Hemsworth. I wasn't far from that. Uh, that is, that is an attractively made man. Um, so yeah, I, I totally understand that for sure. Um, yeah. Dexter,
2: you're gonna need, you don't have to explain this, but I just love this. Dexter says, I got stuck hanging upside down in an attic crawl space a couple of years ago. That's really dangerous. (laughs) I'm glad you're okay. I have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, totally uh all right
1: i think that that, uh, that may wrap it up those are great questions very, guys great questions today great uh, questions hey, we love the you section
2: sorry again for missing you guys last week we were obviously yes. traveling um we were trying to figure out if we could go live from um nashville but it just we couldn't figure out how to make it work where the connection was strong and we would have the same mm-hmm. kind of vibe so thanks for being understanding as we took a week off um but we're excited to be back into our regular routine and you can connect with us in all of the ways that you normally do. Um, you can find us on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, wherever you guys watch, just make sure you hit a bell or a subscribe icon so you know when we go live we go live every Monday at 9 a.m Central and some days if we are able to, although rare rarely these
1: days uh, hoping that that increases in the future. Uh, yes. that is the goal.
2: So. that is the goal and i'm going to fix this finally nope
1: that's the wrong way the other sorry way. guys
2: and one little bit
1: more and uh, almost so close nope and... no wrong way wrong way oh now now she's just trolling me uh <clears throat> there we go much better thank you guys <laughs> we will see you on the next monday or sunday
2: <laughs> bye, bye. bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough.
1: If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of way.
2: Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com/slash studio DNA.
1: Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you.
2: See you next time.